Donna. Angela Jordan Perry. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> just waiting for you, girl. Waiting for you. <laughs> I'm just saying, by hook or by crook, we got it together, didn't we? I tell you. Woo! I tell you. With girlfriends. Today, we have another girlfriend to chat. I have the beautiful, amazing, larger-than-life uh, personality, Alana Higginbotham, on this call. Says, how are you, Alana? I am great. I'm great. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes, yes. You're you're well. You're well. Okay. So, uh, girlfriends, as you know, here on this on this time of the podcast is actually uh, when we dig in deeper into one of the conversation pieces that we had in our interview. And if you would like to go and check out the interview I did with Alana, uh, you definitely should. I wouldn't say if you want to. You just should go and check her out. She was uh, episode number 70, 73 just on May 16th and today may 30th so uh alana so on our conversation and our interview you know i took mad notes and i almost needed another sheet of paper um from all the stuff you were saying just great nuggets i mean absolutely you know nuggets for sure um one of the things that you mentioned in our conversation was in regards to um uh you know uh where you said don't allow circumstances to direct your your steps and i just wanted you to elaborate on that a lot more if you can well you know a, a lot more i don't want you to feel like you got to be up here forever but just more detail <laughs> as it relates to homeschooling what does that look like don't allow circumstances to direct your steps tell us more about that uh, alana well, I appreciate it, Angela, and it certainly is a topic that's not new. I mean, it's not something that we've never heard of. The verbiage may be different, but time and time again in life, if you've lived any number of years and you've been around anybody with a measurable amount of wisdom, you've been told to push forward, stay focused, don't allow your situation to dictate your outcome. And that's really what I mean in terms of homeschooling. When we were talking, we talked a lot about mental health, and this is part of it because our thoughts become things that actually create the landscape of our lives. So never allow circumstances to direct your steps. Um, I, I've got six points that I'm, I'm going to share, uh, unpack, like we like to say, for our listeners, and I want to go ahead and throw those six points, those six talking points out there. The first one we're going to talk about is staying focused on your path. We'll talk more in depth on that in a second. The second one is when in doubt, go back to your why. Thirdly, use your purpose or talent as a sift, a sift, S-I-F-T. Your journey is yours. That's number four. No matter how similar to the next person, you are still on your own journey, and you need to focus on your steps. Number five, it's perfectly okay to want to give up. Just don't. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then finally, we're going to wrap it up, and I think this is one of my favorites. Until you finish, you're not finished. Mm -hmm. and, and that might sound simple, but when we unpack it in a moment, you'll see what I mean. Um, stay focused on your path is kind of tough a lot of times, particularly uh, that's particularly dictated. The level of difficulty is dictated based on what the homeschool rules are and guidelines are in your particular state. 
for my state in Texas, we have um, we don't have a lot that we have to adhere to per se. So our homeschoolers don't have to take a standardized testing system. We don't have to report what we do with our schooling to the public school system. Um, we don't have to follow a particular guideline that they set forth for us. Actually, in the state of Texas, homeschool homeschoolers uh, were looked at this, uh, similar to private schools, were considered a private school. So with that being said, when you don't have a ton of guidelines and you really are left to your own vices in a lot of areas, sometimes it's hard to not stay focused on your own path. Because if you look to your left and you look to your right, there are some really cool people whose opinion and experience you respect that are doing some really great things. But that doesn't mean that you're supposed to be doing those things. So for me, the circumstance in that particular example is just staying focused on what I'm supposed to be doing um, and, you know, just because my friend is sending her son to engineering camp doesn't mean I need to send my kid to engineering camp. Mm. The, the when in doubt go back to your why, that sometimes when you are in a situation and you're thinking, you know, this is tough. Um, it's not what I thought it was going to be. And, you know, when all of the trappings of the world get you down and you start to focus on your uh, situation, your circumstances as far as having a tough time, if you go back to the reason why you ever started homeschooling, that will oftentimes get you back on track. Because mm -hmm. the truth is, if you get back to the reason you started, that, that particular thing usually stays consistent. Because, you know, I don't, I don't know anybody who started homeschooling because, you know, they thought it was just the, the coolest thing ever and it was going to be so easy that they should just go ahead and do it. Most of my friends, no matter how resolved they were that they were going to homeschool their kids, they still did a lot of calculating, a lot of researching, just to make sure that it was going to be the right fit for their kids. So... um Whenever you're doubting yourself, if you go back to your why, it helps you stay focused. And when you break down that why, not only does it help you stay focused, but it helps you make certain choices. It helps you say yes to things that you might not have said yes to before, say no to things that you may have said yes to. Um, you were talking to the lady on your last podcast, and she mentioned that she's not a fan of bugs, but she became a fan of bugs because that's what her kid was really into. Um, mm -hmm. She she mentioned that her other kid was into uh, birds. And so mm -hmm. probably, you know, 20 years ago, she, if you would have asked her, would you be proficient in the bug industry or the, uh, the bug kingdom or the bird kingdom, she probably would have said no. But her why, her why helped her to focus on those things that she might not have said yes to in the past. Mm -hmm. Right. Am I on track so far? Yes, ma'am. Now, use your purpose or your talent as a sift. Whenever I use this quote, I've used it in, in homeschool situations and out of homeschool situations. When I think of a sift, I think of the thing that my grandmother used to use when she was baking. She would oftentimes take that metal uh, it almost looked like a, a, a mug, like a metal mug. It was this metal contraption, and in the bottom of it, it had like a wire netting, so to speak. 
and you put the flour in there. Oftentimes she would also put the baking soda, the baking powder or whatever all together, and then she would crank that little handle, and it would sift and get all any kind of large particles or anything would stay inside the sifter, and everything that she needed for her recipe would fall out into the bowl, and that's what she used. Mm -hmm. Well, when I your talent uh, and your purpose as a sift, I mean yours as well as your children. So um, going back to something that I mentioned during our interview, for my oldest son, for instance, my 15-year-old is uh, quite an artist. And there's several things within the arts that he's good at. He's a great singer. He is a um, self-taught as well as a uh, he's actually taking piano lessons. So he's great at playing piano. He even uh, plays the guitar. He does well at writing. But when, you, when I see what it's like for him when he draws, when he creates something, when he's able to animate something, the way I've seen him handle navigating through pitfalls, uh, troubles, um, creative block, they call it um, um, artist block, the way that he handles himself in that particular aspect of art I know without a doubt that's what he's supposed to be doing. I mean, he's still really good at singing and piano, but when he comes away from spending time doing those other two things, it, he, he enjoys it, it fulfills him, but not to the extent that art does. And so I know that's his talent, and um, it says that our talents will make room for us, and I know that that's what I have to focus on. When there are activities that are out there that seem to be worthwhile, when there are things that are out there that my other friends and all their boys are going to go do, I have to go back to Drew's talent and his art and then, all, of course, the other academics that are required of him for high school. And if it doesn't fit into that, if I sift through it, with all those guidelines I just mentioned, and it doesn't fill in, then I can't, I know that I can't do it. And oftentimes I second guess myself. Um, I feel bad because, you know, a, a friend invites you to come and be a part of this group and you say no. And then when it's time to be a part of that group, you hear about all of the fun things they're doing. And then you start second guessing yourself and you go, Oh man, you know, my boys would probably, they probably would love that. And, you know, you can get down, mm. and then I remember, let me go back to the sift. Does that line up with the things that my boys are doing? No. So then I can't do it. Mm -hmm. uh, now, when it comes to your journey is yours, that's the fourth uh, talking point. What I mean by that is, just as an example, your journey is still yours, even though the person next to you has a similar journey. And actually, by all points, it might look like the same journey. You still have to focus on what it is you're supposed to be doing. I'll, uh, as a, for instance, I mentioned that I was a, a makeup artist. I owned a makeup artist and fashion styling firm. And I recall a few years back, one of my makeup artist uh, counterparts opened up a makeup artist studio. And she's, uh, even before that, she started doing, what was it called, um, Mascara, Moscato and Mascara, and it was the cutest little idea. She rented out this party room at this wine uh, restaurant, and she would have hors d'oeuvres and wine, 
people would pay like a hundred and something dollars per ticket and they would come in with their girlfriends, have great food, great wine, and she conducted a makeup class during that. And I I helped her out, you know, just uh, sowing a seed. I believed in her. And I remember when I helped her, I remember thinking to myself, why aren't you doing that? Now, by all intents and purposes, we really kind of had the same, you know, as professionally, we had the same life. Like, she did makeup, I did makeup. There were times where I had to do a big wedding party, I would call her in or vice versa. And so it seemed like that's what I should be doing. But I had to realize she was also about 20 years younger than me. She also was newly married with no children. And so she wasn't homeschooling her children like I was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it seemed like I should be taking on that extra responsibility. But the truth was that that wasn't the truth. Mm -hmm. And so I got myself in a position where I really could have messed up all the other things in my life by trying to go for somebody else's journey. Mm. That taught me a whole lot. That taught me a whole lot, and I've used that to teach other people uh, on this journey as well. That's good. Now, Now, my fifth talking point is it's perfectly okay to want to give up. Just don't. (laughs) And uh, number five and six actually kind of coincide with number two. Number two was when in doubt, go back to your why. And it's just one of those things where you're going to want to give up because things are going to be tough and you're treading on some areas that normally you probably haven't tread on before. And it's going to seem like it's beyond what you have in you to get it done. But that's not true. The, and and that piggybacks on or is a great segue actually into number six, which is until you finish, you're not finished. So there's an old proverb that says it will be all all right in the end. And if it is not yet all all right, then it is not yet the end. Mm. And essentially that's what I mean when I say, you know, you're going to want to quit. Don't quit because the truth is you're not finished. Like you're not over You're not a has-been. You haven't failed until you're done. So as long as you continue on past the mistakes, past the pitfalls, past the, oh, my God, we wasted a whole year on biology and it didn't work out, just keep on going, and the end result will be exactly what you set out for. Because it's a worthwhile journey, but it's just not easy. Right. And that's pretty much it. That's good, girl. Dude, (laughs) I got to take a deep breath. (sighs) No, you put out there for someone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, girlfriend, you know, hopefully you all were taking your notes and just following along because all of those were just good points to live by. Like Alana said, like you said, not just for homeschooling, but just for life in general. I mean, really. So... I appreciate you breaking that down because if we would have did that in the interview, it would have just went much longer than I would have had. (laughs) But this is why this is good, just to dig in deeper on one specific point, but you just said it so pointedly and and, um, very clear, you know, just that was plain, simple, the nose on your face. So, Alana, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, How's things going for you in life? Just we just slow down and get connect back with you. How how are you doing in, in, in life there? 
there, things are going good. It's that time of year again um, <laughs> where I have once again not spent enough time refueling myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we only have just a few days left in our school, our homeschool year uh, here in the beautiful city of Rochere in Texas. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's time. Like, I've slowed down. Um, I, oh, gosh, huge shout out to my husband who has been with me for 23 years and told me the other day, I know that look. I know what that look means. And I'm going to text you tomorrow with where we're going uh, once I talk to the travel agent. Cha-ching, dang, yay. So oh I was like, boy, you, I, listen, I'm going to throw my receipt away for you. I'm not even going to try to take you back. That's right. No, burn it. Burn that thing, girl. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even if all he had done was said, I, I know this look. You're getting overwhelmed. We got to do something about it. But just to spring into action, like, so immediate. You know, as homeschoolers, we tend to try and vacation when everybody else is in school. Yes. But unfortunately, what that what I've learned is what that does is that means that we go, we, we oftentimes go a little bit longer without a vacation because we'll plan a real big blowout at the end of the year, and then the tiny little getaways, you know, they get pushed by the wayside. Mm-hmm. So. I'm excited about the school year coming to a close. I'm excited about the fun we're going to have this summer. What about you guys? Do you guys homeschool through the, the summertime? Um, not a lot. I mean, we would do some things. You know, my new, I don't know if you caught, but my new focus now is unschooling. So during this summer, we're going to put that into implementation and see how that pans out. And then, uh, you know, adjust and go from there when um, we actually would start in August. But uh, every June I have a girls get away and we go away. Um, my girlfriends who I've known since I was 15 and 16 years old, we've had children together, got married around the same time of each other. And we go around, go away each year. So this year we're going to California. Yay! Oh, wow. Awesome. 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 Is Kim going with you? Is who? Kim. Kim. Your friend. Girl. Your friend Kim that I asked you if you knew her and you were like, Oh my god, how did you know? No. <laughs> and I went to uh, church together in Virginia, but no, this is okay, it's a different group of friends. Yeah, these are three other girls and um but anyway we're gonna we go away for a week. Every year we just pick a place. Okay, where do you wanna go? Oh California sounds great and last year we went to Good uh, for you. Oh, dog. We went to uh, Missouri last year. We went, yeah, not Missouri, excuse me. We went to Colorado Springs, Colorado last year. And um, so every year we just go somewhere different. So um, I'll do that. And then our family would take some little trips and that type of thing um, in August and then September. And hopefully cross my fingers and pray that it happens that we go to Spain in October. That's our like big trip. My husband and I to get away. So. Oh, yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you going in Spain? Well, we lived in Spain for three years, and, oh. mm-hmm, and we're going back to southern Spain. That's the most beautiful part of the whole country, girl. It's gorgeous. Wow. Uh, we will be going to that area, Cadiz, uh, part of uh, Spain, Sevilla. I'm sure you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we're going to go for the summer. And um, so right now, I'm just in the thick of all these transcripts. I think I mentioned that to you, like transcripts and report cards and getting oh, my... Girl. 
<laughs> like hundred, have like a hundred transcripts I'm, I'm computing now for families and um, uh, and then report cards and ranking forms and getting people ready for their scholarship, state scholarship. So I'm in the thick of that. And when that's done, then I go away on my trip and I'm just like, ah, go brain dead, you know? Good for you. So, so good for you. And I'm excited about that home, that unschooling thing. It's funny yeah. because people, people that don't think, I'm going to say people that don't think like us, people that don't, people that don't think in depth would assume that unschooling means you're limiting yourself on what you're learning, but it's actually the opposite because, because you're not focused on a workbook and the subject matter presented to you, you know, chronologically or what have you, um, you're just really like open and you're like, Oh, what'd you say? You like that flower right there. Why do you like that flower? Let's look at that flower. You know, it's like, yeah. And then, then before you know it, you come back from the summertime and you done knocked out like four subjects for that year. <laughs> That's right. So, um, you know, I have five who are doing that. My oldest, she, she's on her own and she's just really medically focused and just learning all this stuff about the bones and parts of the bones and just everything. I'm like, who are you? And, but that's unschooling. They just go off and learn what they love. And, um, but I have four different personalities to do that with, you know, and it's just now a different kind of thought process and organization. And hopefully they more will say, oh, I want to know about that, too. And then they we all just, you know, go and dive into that thing. So we're going to see. I think it's going to be a good thing. I just now have to learn, you know, it's a new learning curve for me in a sense. So Yeah, it, it, it takes a um, we started out doing some unschooling as well, and we're probably going to go back to it also. Um, it's really not even a learning process it's an unlearning process yeah yes that's that's what i mean you're exactly that's the right terminology it's an unlearning of what i've been doing and a belief and a power and control to say okay rear it back so it's just a new learning concept i guess is it that is. The word? but um yeah it, it's a new method that you're like wait 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 a minute where's the checklist yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's good stuff Mm-hmm. So that's what we're up to. So, uh, but girlfriends, hey, me and uh, this lady right here, she and I, when we get on the phone, we can just, isn't it crazy, Alana? We can just, <laughs> our first introduction was like on the phone forever talking about, I don't know, tons of, you know, like a dozen different subjects at one time. So um, always a pleasure, Alana. You're just you easy as well. To it's a pleasure. It's so easy to connect with. And I will be back in contact with you. And um, thank you so much, girlfriends. You all uh, share, share, share this podcast and, uh, you know, keep in touch with us on Girlfriends. It's got to homeschooling as we're going to have more interviews, more podcasts coming out on Girlfriends Chat. But this has been Alana Higginbotham out of Texas. And so appreciate you. And um, we will be in touch soon. Okay. Thanks so much, Angela. Have a great weekend. Okay, you too. Take care. Bye-bye. Alrighty, bye-bye.